And we're about to episode of the MDM Podcast. Joe Morales, Trevor Markowski here following a Yankees loss to the Red Sox. We're going to touch on them. We have the Mets on, on the West Coast. Touch on them. Knicks and Nets, NBA playoff basketball. We'll get to that. Horse race. A ton of stuff. we got to do a lot of it. But, like I said, we're going to start with the Yankees. And they, they just ended up losing just about five minutes ago. And I was just telling Trevor, this is rock bottom. And he, he responded by saying, if it isn't rock bottom then we're close to it. And there's there's no better way to put it. If this isn't rock bottom, how could it get worse? I'm sorry. And this team right now, at their state, not scoring any runs. These, these games aren't even competitive anymore. And guys like Mike King need to be throwing them out. This is not against Mike King. The one mistake he made was the home of the Devers. That was the, the only bad thing he did. But Mike King's a guy who got to throw out there on the mound. There's no other major league starter that can throw other than Mike King. One of the priorities in the offseason was depth, starting pitching depth. I thought in spring training, we had nine or ten guys that I could throw into rotation and feel pretty confident about. Where have those guys gone? Garcia's blown it up in AAA. He's doing terrible. Where are the depth pieces that we had in spring training, and where are they now? Mike King should not be starting games. I'm sorry. So, you know, obviously this is the replacement for Kluber right now. Yes. And he is, you know, obviously we've heard some good news that he's actually throwing, which I'm a little surprised about. So that's at least some good news. That's, that's good news, yes. To, to hear about. But, uh, you, know, you know, Joe, I thought when uh, King pitching tonight, I thought it was going to be more of an opener type game. I didn't, I didn't expect him to go six innings. Well, they've been they actually been giving him more and more time in the rotation, not in the rotation, but they've been they working over, I'm, I'm losing my words, but they've been increasing his workload as, as time's gone on. Yes. Now, normally, if, you know, Kluber went down, normally, you know, we got two, two starting pitchers right now, not one. And mm-hmm. Mr. Salino is still not here. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously he is, you know, starting to rehab this Sunday in Tampa, so he seems to be getting there. So what you're saying so, is there are better days ahead. I'm saying that, you know, in a normal circumstance, I think King is pitching because there's injuries. And I think Debbie has not been pitching well, so I really think they had no other choice unless you want to throw Cortez out there. But there's no other major league starter that they could have brought in this offseason that could start in AAA and be ready in case of an injury? Not one? Uh, they, should, they should have. Um, you know, and, you know, you have been very critical of the Yankees offseason. You, you thought it was just okay. It, it was okay. And it was just okay. And you know, right now it's showing that it was just okay. Yeah, so I, I don't think I'm saying too much when I say that it's a poorly constructed roster. Not only was the offseason bad, moves this year have been bad. I'm sorry, I'm watching Ruben Odor today. First of all, goes 0 for 4, what's new on that? Strikes out twice, not not shocked at all. But when he's up, he's, he's an automatic rally killer. I'm sorry. Every time he's up, he's a rally killer. Look, in the fourth inning, they had two guys on, two outs, pops up the third base. I'm 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 gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. Sorry, in the seventh inning, or excuse me, in the eighth inning rather, Stanton versus Lito Falk. No, no one else did anything else. But again, pop up. The, Odor has done nothing since coming here. I I I, I think the only good one the Yankees have made by the roster is calling it Van Duar. At least he's been hitting. Up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Where I is he tonight though? Couldn't play tonight. I don't know why Frazier's playing over him. I have no clue. And you look at the bottom six in the order. 0 for 15 today. 0 for 15. 
You can't yeah, have four spots in your order and not do anything. Uh, yeah, and, you know, it's just... Uh, it, it, it's getting for hiding for words. Sitting, you know, talking about the others. I, you know, Lemayu, he hasn't been where he's been the last two years, but I've, past couple of games I've seen... He's picking it up, sign, yes. I've seen signs, you know, I've seen better at bats. I've seen a couple of hits here mm-hmm. and there. I've seen, you know... He's not there, but I'm seeing, you know, signs that he's getting there. Right. And Judge, you know, he keeps producing another good night. For him he's been the most consistent player on the team. Yep. No doubt about it. The most consistent player on the team. What's he, what's he hitting now? He's hitting, he's got to be in the 290s. 294. Yeah, I was going to say 290s, yeah. Um, you know, he's been doing well. Torres has, you know, been better yeah. since coming back from COVID. Yeah, and I know the point you're making here, and we've been on, like, batting average watch all season because there was a point where like seven of the nine guys were hitting on their 200. They've actually limited that now. The bottom six are now all hitting under 200. Odor 182, Frazier 179, Sanchez 198, and Gardner one. Gardner's another one. Gardner's a tough watch. When is it time for Gardner to hang up the cleats? I'm sorry. When has he been productive this year? I'm still waiting for, for at least one sign of productivity from Gardner. Haven't seen one this year. I think this is his last season. It has to be. I mean, it has to be. He's going down on strikes looking every at-bat. I think the only reason why he came back this year is because there was no fans last year. Yes, but he also wasn't supposed to be the starting center fielder. He was the fourth or fifth outfielder. Well, who who do you play for that? That that is the starting center fielder. That's the injuries. Hicks is injured. They traded Talkman. Talkman's not doing too much. that, That was a terrible move. You can't trade Talkman. I'm sorry. That was a terrible. No, no, Paul's has not been bad though. But the you cannot trade away depth like this because now you're looking at the Yankee bench. Andahar should have been yeah. playing today. I I, I now, agree. I don't know where he was, but now good. I, I just think it would be fair with the Yankees when they made that trade. Hicks was still healthy when they made that trade, so it'd be fair. But you injured. still had his Hicks was struggling. Frazier was struggling. Yeah. Gardner was struggling. Judge wasn't what he was yet. So, well, we can go back and criticize the trade all you want. It just didn't make sense. And we said at the time it didn't make sense. And as good as yeah. Wendy Peralta's been, with all the injuries they've gone through over the past few years, with the lefty bat, with the contact that he has, it made no sense to trade him. Yeah, and I, he has not done much with the Giants, though. No, he has not. He really um, hasn't. No. no, he really has You know, And Peralta has not been bad here. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, you know, I don't think, that, you know, when we talk about the, you know, tall points, you will probably talk, you probably be in the same category as the other guys were in. Right. So. And it's, it's just a bad look because when Endahar's playing, he's in left and Gardner's on the, and excuse me, Frazier's on the bench. So yes. that's still three guys in your lineup hitting below 200, but I'm sorry, it's better than seven. So yeah, at least they're making they, strides. Yeah. They put Wade in center. He, he, he looked okay mm-hmm. when he was in center. When he did, so, but Wade doesn't oh, hit. Wade doesn't hit at all. Well, compared to these other Yankees, he's been better than a lot of these other guys. That's sad. Um, but I, I think you could be in the market to trade for a center fielder. I, I think when it comes to the deadline, mm-hmm. and I know we're and I know we're still two months away, and I know it's a little early for the deadline in early June, but I think they'll be on looking for a center fielder in the deadline. But you know what I'm worried about, and the lack of home runs has brought this. The Rangers are, 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 are blowing everything up. Joey Gallo's hitting home runs. I think they're going to trade for Joey Gallo, and I'm scared of it, man. I really am scared of it. Uh, Joey Gallo is, is not a good fit I at all. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. But isn't it, it's a move that they would make. Oh, yeah, of course it would be a move that they would make. 
It's a silly move, and everyone's gonna hate it. But I mean, look at the look at the Yankees' home runs right now. They're not hitting a lot of home runs, and the front office is gonna panic and trade for a power bat, and you're gonna be stuck with Joey Gallo hitting two oh two every year, and once in a while hitting a home run. It's gonna be a colossal mistake, and we'll be ripping Gallo every day. I I, I don't I think they might you know I they're gonna get for his I'm talking about a center fielder. Can he play center field? Well, you can all judge has been playing in center, so you can always move someone center. Gallo is a great fielder. I wouldn't. They they could stick him in center too. So it, that's not one of my biggest worries. The fact that Joey Gallo is even considered on this team, I'm embarrassed because I want nothing to do with the guy. Yeah, it is pretty. Emba- it's it's embarrassing. There's no question. I'm sorry. I keep uh, saying embarrassing, but I mean, it, it, they're a tough watch every night. I knew the game was over at seven thirty today. It's just you know, I, you start to have not, you start to become speechless, like you have no words yeah. to say. Yeah, and and I was and telling some, some, I was telling some friends, I, I every year that I've watched the Yankees, they've put a competitive field, team on the field. I have not seen a year where the Yankees were you know a bad team. This year so far, we're on June sixth through June sixth. This is the worst Yankee team I've ever seen, and I'm ready to say that the lack of production that this offense. Does make them the worst Yankee team in my lifetime. And they're still over 500. They are, yes. But that's just about the organization. There's a, they're a good run organization, and the pitching and the bullpen's been, been terrific this year. Without that, if the bullpen is half as good as they were right now, they'd be 500 or below. But this is yeah. easily the worst Yankee team I've seen in my lifetime. And th- does, it turn, does it turn around? It's a big question. Does <sighs> this turn around? I don't know, man. The I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. Dude, I'm not feeling it right now. It is, it's, 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 it's terrible. I'm sorry. Again, I cannot watch Ruben Odor anymore. Or, or Brett Gardner or Gary Sanchez. They they strike out every at-bat. The, the interesting stat I, I heard that was actually when Ruben Odor runs his point position, he's actually hitting almost 300. He's hitting 198 on the year, though. But that's interesting that he's hitting 190, but runners are scoring just hitting 286. You don't normally see that stat too often in the same player. It's, oh, I'm, so, I'm, just, I'm just so well, stressed well, out on the team, man. Well, speaking of runners are scoring, that's another problem that they have is they can't get back at yeah, runners are scoring. Yeah, they had eight hits tonight. They must have left a. I, I haven't seen the exact stat. They must have let a billion guys on. They only have six guys on base. I thought it was much worse than that. Because they, later in the game, they had nothing going in the first five or six innings, but in this in in the sixth, in the seventh, and in the eighth, they had guys on base. But again, guys like Odor and Gardner and Sanchez and Frazier could not come through. That is the biggest flaw in this team is situational hitting, and the bottom six in the order cannot come through. And I said, why did the Yankees? Why did the Rays have the Yankees numbers? Situational hitting. That's exactly what you said on Monday, and I completely agree. Situational hitting. Where is it? It's not that the Rays are a better team than the Yankees. It's just that they have better situational heading. Yup. Yup. Absolutely. And, you know, right now, I, you know, it's just disappointing. You know, and I think someone, you know, someone has to come on the manager, too. Yeah. I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you can't just keep blaming the players. The manager's got to get someone to blame, too. Absolutely. The manager, the hitting coach. The front office, absolutely. Oh, the front any, office. I think any coach, any coach should be fine. Yeah. 
Yes. See, I, I'm not too sure, like, when... Is it too late to fire a coach now? I feel like we're, we're, we're in it already. Someone. Does a move to fire someone though? Does it? I don't know if it sparks a team. I don't. I. I just don't know. I don't know what the right decision is. Something's got. Somebody's got to make a change. Maybe I'm delusional, man, and you can call me out for it if it is. Be honest with me. I. I'm still holding that hope they turn it around, and I really do think they'll turn it around. This offense is too good to be right like this. But if you're asking. But I still think that they're a, a poorly constructed team. There's not enough I think, hitting. I think the other is they're a poorly managed team, I think is another one. Uh, yeah, I mean, Boone hasn't been great this year. And I think he, yeah, he, so many guys that he, uh, The only thing I think he's been good with the bullpen. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think his problem is that he just consistently plays guys that just don't hit. Yes, and, and also there's no accountability. Ever. There is never no, a bad no. word about anyone. No. Which, I mean, I understand it's today's baseball. We're not going to go... I mean, unless you're Tony La Russa. You're not going to go against your, your your players. But, I mean... You see, but that, that's what I like sometimes. When first you got to call them out. Yeah. That's what there I like. needs to be accountability. Exactly. Or benching or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I completely agree. There needs to be some sort of accountability. And yeah. Aaron Boone, it just he just isn't the guy to do that. I don't. I, I don't want to. You know, be that guy. Joe Girardi was a guy that held people accountable. He would call. You, he's still yeah, doing it in Joe Philadelphia. Would he would have done something. And I don't want to sound like one of those old timers who who always you know blame on the manager. But that is one of the bad problems. That is one of the bad things about Aaron Boone. He didn't help people accountable. Right. Anything else in the Yankees show? Uh, to have a rare Saturday home game tomorrow. Yeah. The mm-hmm. They're they're one o'clock. They're no, they're a night game tomorrow. Rare Saturday night game too. So I think Fox has the game. I'm going to have a, uh, an interesting night because I got the Nets on at 7 or – I don't know what time. Is it 9? I think it's 8 o'clock. And also, the Islanders will be on, so I'll be watching them too. So I have a yeah. uh, I have an interesting night tomorrow. The Yankees – I mean, I could turn the Yankees off in like the second inning if they're down again. I don't know. Maybe they surprise you. I don't know. I hope. I maybe somebody needs to come in and slam in the first inning. They need, they need to come out and have like a spark like that. I completely agree. They need something like that. Because it's 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 just terrible. okay. Um, yeah, we've we've done enough um complaining about the Yankees. I feel like it's it's we got we got to move over to the Mets. The first place New York Mets, shall I say? Can I, is that okay? Can I call them first place New York Mets? You okay with that? Yeah. We got we got to your deadline of Memorial Day, so we can look at the standings. And I mean, the standings do say they are the first place New York Mets. They are the first. Place. I, I, I would say it's not more about you know. It's, yeah, it's the Mets. You know, twenty seven, twenty two. I think it's more about how great the analytics is. It's it terrible right now. Terrible. I mean, do you really think the Mets, the way they play, do you really think they are the makers of a first-place team? I mean, there are teams in this division that should be leapfrogging them. Atlanta should be better. I thought Philadelphia would be better. I thought actually every team in this division should be better, except the Mets. I feel like the Mets are in a, in a proper spot. That's where I thought they would be the, this year. Well, I, I didn't think a 27-22 in this division you would be in first No, place. absolutely I, not. I thought you needed 95 to 100 wins to win the division. If I'm being uh, clear. I doesn't look like that this year. No, I mean, looks like 90 wins might win. If this holds up, I still think Atlanta will turn. Atlanta's pitching is terrible. Like, the, the wow. pitching is terrible. It's bad. It's bad. But, but the, 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 Mets are, the Mets are making the rounds in the West Coast, and it's, 
It's, it's a neutral fan. This is a fun series to watch. I got it on right now. Mets Padres is a fun series to watch. And I we only, I mean, I only caught a little bit of it last night, but I was able to catch up with the box score and the highlights and whatnot. But Tadis hit a home run. He's so exciting to watch. I'm glad that we have a local station carrying Tadis. And um, a few things I will say on the Mets. Number one, the starting pitching has been their strength. And I'm not saying Walker was bad yesterday because he, he wasn't terrible. But the way Met fans have hyped up Taiwan Walker, some calling him as good as Trevor Bauer, which is absolutely ridiculous. I'm sorry. But David Peterson has regressed. Walker's come back to earth, uh, to earth yesterday. And by the rotation, in Arizona on Tuesday, the bullpen implodes in the ninth inning with Trevor May. Seth Lugo's nowhere to be seen. So I want we'll touch on Rojas in a second. So I want some I want to say something else on Rojas. But past week or so, they got away with it in Arizona with the pitching being iffy. They were able to win the series in Arizona. So you know you know a win's a win, you take it. But now in San Diego, I don't think the pitching mistakes that they ha- they went through in Arizona are going to fly with San Diego. No, uh, you know, Luke has been fine. Yeah, he's been great, but he's been good. Do you think he's better uh, than Bauer? I. I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. Seems a bit of a stretch. <laughs> Thank you. But, but you know, he, he, you know, he's been, you know, fine, mm-hmm. and serviceable. Probably even better than serviceable. Probably been good. Yep. You know, you know, the bullpen's had some struggles. You know, the offense has been, you know, a little inconsistent here and there. Um, uh, I'm going to interrupt it, you right there. Lucchese just gave up a home run, I think, to Machado. Yep. And the Mets are down one nothing. That's Lucchese. I mean, being Lucchese, he's terrible. But uh, it's one nothing Padres right now. He's playing against his XT. Yes, it is the next team. That's a good point. Good job there. Um, so yeah, you know, right now I mentioned you know, they're just holding the fort right now. Like so, you know, they're taking advantage of the four other teams not playing well. Mm-hmm. They're you know twenty seven twenty two is not a bad record. It's an okay record. Mm-hmm. But you know you got to give credit to the to the Mets for credit is You know the, the starting pitching's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it's been bad in spots. It's been good in spots. Mm-hmm. Um. You got to admit, you know, a lot of entries. There's still five games over 500. You know, you know, credit's doing, credit's doing. You know, they, yeah. they held the fort. Yeah, and I want to rip on the manager for for a sec because they do deserve a ton of credit for being able to play 500 ball through all the injuries and guys are finally starting to make progress. I heard guys like t- today. I heard McNeil and Nimmo are just about a week out from a rehab assignment, so they're they're slowly coming back and. And, and, and working their way back to being a, a fully healthy team. But I do want to say one thing on Luis Rojas yesterday. And this is a common theme throughout baseball. We say it with Boone all the time. We had uh, Pete Alonso come off the injured list on Monday. So he was he, – he get Rojas gave him an off day yesterday. Right? I can't stand that. Mistake right there. Mistake. He just came off the injured list. He's a first baseman. All he's got to do is stand at first base for nine innings. He doesn't really do anything else. And to make matters worse, he still brought him in the end to pinch in the sixth inning. So or just like stand, yeah, just like stand because of the exactly three days off. Exactly. So I mean, can we can we stop? This is not just towards the least Rose. This is all managers. Can we please stop with the false narrative that guys need rest days that to come back from an injury? I'm sorry, the first baseman for the New York Mets, not just Pete Alonso, the first baseman. Like it's, it's not like he's playing center field. He's gonna stand at first base the whole game. And he yeah, comes to the pinch it later on. That bothered me. Yeah, I can see if you give the guy three or four games in a row mm-hmm. after coming off an injury when he get the day off, that's fine. 
That, but the series against the Padres is not the time to do it. It was the last game in Arizona. That's when you should have yeah. did it. That's when you should have done it. But, you know, when I'm just criticizing Boone or Aloha, mm-hmm. so a lot of MLB matches. Yes. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, right? It's ridiculous. But yesterday, yesterday in particular, was a break in the Mets' success in situational hitting. In Arizona, they were great. And that's the, that's the reason they won the series, was their hitting. Was whether it was Dom Smith or James McCann, who's been terrific, by the way. I want to give him some credit. Alonzo's been great. The Mets have hit. But yesterday against San Diego, they're obviously facing better pitching. But Alonzo comes in and pitch hits in the sixth with two guys on, doesn't come through. And then in the ninth, Pilar comes up with two guys on a one out, grounds into a double play. So the Mets yesterday did not get situational hitting. Well, they got it all the time in Arizona. So we'll see if that comes back to bite him here. But yeah, the situation hitting last night was not too good for the Mets. No, it, it was not. And take a look at these NL West standings. I don't think the Giants stay where they are when it comes to September. Hey, we'll see. I mean, you know, let's look at their rotation, man. I, 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 told, I, I, I no, I, no, I know, I know what you're saying. I mean, I'm just saying the rotation has been magnificent this year. I think they've overperformed a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's fair. You know? Yes, I'm gonna give him some credit. Good. Yeah, I agree. I, I just think when it comes to September, I think, you know, I, I don't think they'll be in first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we'll see We'll see how that goes. And Mets are in first place right now. Cubs are playing well. Uh, Oakland's playing well. Mm-hmm. White Sox are, you know, playing well. Even Kansas City's gotten two games a little 500 back. So, you know, it's, uh, and by the way, all-star voting open up the gym. Have you filled out a ballot yet? I have. Should we go through that? Do you have it with you? Let me see. Do I have mine? Uh, I, I think I took a picture. See, I filled out a ballot, but I don't think I submitted it. I, uh, I, might, I might have uh, a picture of mine. Let's I, see. I, I should have taken a picture of mine. Jeez. Uh, By the way, I voted Max Muncie, but he came out of the game today with an injury. Let me see where I put that. If you can't find it, sorry, we'll do it on Monday if you can't find it. Hold on. See, it's, it's frustrating <laughs> when you... When See, you this is what stuff. happens when I when I throw work on you at the last minute. Yeah, I can't find it. I, I'll tell you what. Hey, sorry, we'll, 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 we'll do it on Monday. Yeah, I, I, had, I had Judge, the only Yankee, if anybody's curious. Yes, I had Judge. I didn't vote. My infield was, I had two Blue Jays and two Red Sox. I had Guerrero and Semyon and Bogarts and Devers in my infield. Yeah, yeah I had Vladdy in there, too. Um, I think I put Austin Riley in. Austin Nationally? Really well. Yeah. Uh, I, forgot, I forgot who I voted in the Nationally. We'll do it on Monday. We'll definitely... Yeah, we'll, but, yeah but I, I definitely know between the two local teams, I was only judge under both local teams. Yes, I think so. I think I only no. did judge. Yeah, obviously, if we're voting for pitchers, obviously, DeGrom. DeGrom will be in, yeah. I'll, we'll, du- we'll double check Monday, but I think you're right. I think I only had judge. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. But uh, anything else in the Yankees or Mets, Trevor? No, no, that, that, that's it. That's right. it. So we got to touch on the Knicks, and their season's over. So we'll, we'll, we'll just we'll recap what they've done here. And they got, of course. Well, they're back to the golf course. They no no longer want Brooklyn. They now want the golf course. So, and the rumors have already um started swirling on Dame and Kawhi. You know they they've they've already started it with the with the with the with the Knicks Twitter universe. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, Joe. If you're one of your if you're another team out there, 
Kawhi, you root for Dallas tonight, I'll tell you that. Why, if, if you're a Knicks fan wanting Kawhi? Oh, yeah, because, you know, that, that only helps Dallas right. versus Hughes. I think they're at halftime right now. Is there yeah, Clippers up by three. Okay. I have the Clippers winning the game. I still have the Clippers winning the series. 48-45. Well, no, no uh, home team has won a game. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's weird. I'll, I'll tell you what, you know, I could see Leonard going to a lot, a lot of places this off if, if he has any time with the Yeah, it wouldn't shock me if he, if he hangs out in, in, in LA. Come on, he wants to stay in Los Angeles, it's, it's nice over there, you know, I don't think he wants to leave. Maybe go to, go to the other team in LA if you want to stay in, in Los Angeles. Oh, you would, you would welcome Kawhi? I would take him. You would welcome him, okay. What yeah, about, uh, the... Salad. Go ahead. Oh. We're talking about the Knicks first. Then I'll get into my team. All right. You know, well, I want to talk about the, the rumors in a second. But the see, yeah, they played a terrible last three games. We talked about it on, on, on Monday, too. The offense was atrocious. Barrett was terrible. Randall was terrible. And this is the main thing I need to address in the offseason is looking for a point guard because they shot 27% from three on, I'm trying to think, Wednesday. That was the last game, right? Wednesday was the last game. So the three-point shooting this year was atrocious. The offense in the playoffs was atrocious. So going into the summer, I don't know if they're ready to attract a big superstar like Kawhi or Dame. That's we're gonna leave that up to to with Thibodeau and 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 whether Leon uh, excuse me uh, whether Dolan will uh will allow for his ego to step aside. You know what I'm saying? So we'll have to see what what happens in that aspect. But you have to think they will be in the market for some sort of point guard this summer. Well, here are the point guards. I just pulled up the list that are free agents. Um, Chris Paul, he's got a player option. So, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Mike Connolly, Kyle Lowry, Gordon Dragic, Dennis Schroeder, but it looks like, it looks like he wants to come back to L.A. Pat, Patrick Mills, Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Lonzo Ball, um, Eric Rose, he's up you know, next seat to re-sign him. Mm-hmm. There was some point guards earlier, A.B. Bradley. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some definitely Austin Yeah, it's, a, it's Rivers, a good list. It's a good list. Uh, uh, go the ahead. guy I would, I think if you're a young team like the Knicks, you know, if he doesn't return to Phoenix, Chris Paul would be your guy. Yeah, I again, I don't know if they're ready to attract the big star yet. Well, only time will tell. But um, I think Lowry's a good option. I think that they could, they're going to make a run for I him. Think a, a, a lot of teams are going to be on him. Right. He's definitely not going back to Toronto, so he's going to be out there. I just had one in my head. Oh, yeah. They have to bring back Derrick Rose. Absolutely have to bring him back. That trade was, uh, was a success, and he needs to be a Nick next year. I'm sorry. He needs to come back, and, and, and they got to resign him. Yeah. And, and the Knicks had a really good season, man. They yeah. did. They deserve a ton That's of credit. They really do. For as, for, as, for as much as we, for as much as I hate on them, and 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 they they deserve a ton of credit because they turned us around in one season, a four seed, one year after they one of the worst teams in the league. So I mean, they, they deserve a, a ton game. of credit. They did win a playoff game, yes. Um, and a lot of the other games that they lost, you know, a lot of them were close games. They were, you know, in a balance in the fourth quarter. Oh yeah, Trey Young won the series, man. There's no doubt about it. Trey Young won the series. Hey, you know, Julius Randle, you know, plays a little better than, you know, maybe. maybe Closer games. Is still going on. If maybe Barrett and Randle are on the same page, we're probably still playing right now. Yeah, but we're probably, the series is probably, you know, probably tied at two or something like that. 
Yes, but the Hawks do have a ridiculous future. Uh, do you think they put up any fight with it with Philly? Well, if Embiid doesn't play in the first couple of games, I think the Hawks can win the series. Take advantage of that. I think if Embiid plays, I think the Hawks can still win the series. Hmm. I think mean, a lot of pressure on Philly. You know, but, you know, we will see what happens, and certainly, certainly right now, uh, it would be a stunner if. Both LA teams eliminate in the first round. And it could happen because the oh, yeah. Lost, Definitely. A, a, a loss away. We could see it tonight. And I sent you this stat before. I wanted to read it out loud. Um, here are the remaining teams in the NBA playoffs. The Mavs, the Sixers, the Bucks, and the Hawks. The Clippers, the Suns, the Nets, the Jazz, and the Nuggets. So the last time the Mavs won a championship was 2011. Sixers, 83. Bucks, 71. Hawks 58, and the Clippers, Suns, Nets, Jazz, and Nuggets have never made the playoffs. So, uh, you said this. Someone is going to be breaking a drought this year. Yeah, and imagine for the least in 10 years, everybody else is way over. Yep, absolutely. So, there's going to be a major drought. I mean, uh, except for the Mavs. There's going to be a major drought that's going to be broken this year. Well, and even also... Even after 10 years, so it's still... Yeah, you know, yeah, 10 years is still plenty. Well, I mean, not not the same as, as those other teams, but still plenty for 10 years. But also, the first time since 2010 that LeBron and Steph will not be in an NBA Finals. That's pretty cool, too. That's, that's a pretty cool stat, too. Done seeing um, their faces. I mean, I know you're not. You want to see LeBron, but I'm sorry. It was, I was tired of seeing them. Yeah, you know, when, when there was Cavs players in VR, was for somebody else to get in because right. tired of seeing the same two teams. Right. Um, Joe, if the Clippers win this series and they lose in the second round, does Kawhi still leave, you think? No, I think he's going to stay. You know, no matter what happens? No matter what. I, th- I think he's got a good gig in L.A. He doesn't want to leave. That's, that's just me, though. By the, by the way, I have a question. Yeah. Do those trains run all night? They do. Not as much as night. You know, maybe, uh, you know, middle nights, every two hours or something like that. Do they, do they honk like that every night? Of course they do. They have to honk? Does it ever yeah, wake does yeah. it ever wake you up? No, I'm used to it, so okay. that, never, that must be annoying. Me. Yeah, you got that train honking every two hours. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, I, I, you used to it though. It, does it have to honk though? Why can't it just pull into the station? I think that's a, a little bit has to because it is finding anybody's on the tracks or yeah. But I mean is it's is it a residential neighborhood? It is, so, you know, cars do go over it. You know, it is a pretty busy road, so. I, I, I'm i sorry, I just don't I get, get the honking. That, that, I don't get that part. It's all right, though, whatever. I use that as my alarm sometimes. That's true, that's true. And do you know, like, let me ask you a question. I know we're getting off topic. I want to get back on it. But if you wake up in the middle of the night and hear it, will you know what time it is? Like, oh, that's the 3.45 thing. Like, you know, do you know what that means? Um, I have to see what the time is, but I can tell it's probably you know probably uh, like a fifteen or a half hour right. or. So when that when that when that horn just went off, you knew that it was ten thirty or something. Something like that, yeah. That's I mean that's pretty cool. Sorry, I mean I, I find that I find that interesting. Okay, we're gonna move over to the Nets now. We got the second team, and then we're gonna get into um some other stuff too. Uh, round two starts tomorrow, Milwaukee, and the one thing I will say is Jeff Green is out again, and a little upset by it, but. He seems to be making some sort of progress, and I, you know, I want to expect to see him at some point in the series. I think we will, and I'm still holding out hope, holding out hope that I will. And Nash has at least said that he's making progress, and hopefully we'll see him in the series. And that's a, that's a that's a huge addition, a little more depth, and he'll probably be starting too. But first game out, but 
this is going to be a fun series if you're a neutral NBA fan. I mean, you could talk okay. to it from your perspective too because you you are you are neutral in the series. But for a fan like me, I mean, this is going to be the first time sweating in the NBA playoffs because the Celtics series was a breeze. I I didn't I not a doubt in my mind. But from from a neutral fan perspective, you've got to be loving this series. Yeah, my got a favorite uh, in this series is Nets in seven is the favorite for the correct series score. Then it's Nets. Then it's actually Nets in five. Then it's actually Nets in six. So I don't know how Nets in five is more likely than Nets in six. <laughs> but it seems a little strange. But um, yeah, it seems like right now it's you know. Uh, Nets in seven seems to be their favorite right now. And that's what I Now, I'll tell you what. I, I think the Nets win it in six. Uh, that would be my prediction. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Bucs can absolutely win this. If they have a good – if Giannis plays well and they shoot from three, and they can absolutely win this series. I think it's a really fun series. Absolutely, man. And this is not the team that you're going to undermine. They beat us twice no. without Harden. I mean, yeah, that, they beat us twice without Harden. And they're a deep team that scores a lot. They play hard. And they have a chip on their shoulder. Don't forget this. They have been terrible in the playoffs. So, you mean, the chip on their shoulder, they absolutely want to blow the Nets out. Not that they didn't without it, but it's a little added bonus for the for the, for the the Bucks that yeah. they haven't been on the playoffs the past five years. So, I mean, it's a little nerve-wracking. This is not going to—we're not going to walk all over the Bucks, but— I would agree, Nets in seven, maybe Nets in six. I do think the Nets end up winning the series, but it's not going to be easy, man. These are going to be close games, and it's not going to be like that Boston series. It's going to be close. I'm going to be enjoying it. Joe probably will not be enjoying it. I probably won't. No, for fans like me, it's a great series. Right. You know, also, right now, what do you think the Nets are favorite in the series? What do you think the odds are? What favorite in the series? Yeah, they're favorite in the series, but by how much you think? What's you know uh, half a game? Minus, well, no, they're minus two hundred to win. Oh, the series. okay, all right. And the Bucks are plus one sixty. That's a little, you know. I, I don't think it should be that far deep. You know, I think a lot of people are underestimating the Bucks a little bit. Like, yeah, it, it, this it's not a team to underestimate, man. I don't. I mean, I don't like the sound of that. They should not be thinking that the Nets are going to win this easily because they're not. At least I don't think so. I'll be happy if they do, but I am certainly not expecting or wanting them to, or I, I do want them to do it. I'm not expecting them to win it in four or five games. I don't no, think anyone I, 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 had Nets, I had Nets in six. At least I think it's going to go to six. At least six. I, I, wouldn't, I would not be shocked if they go seven. Would not be shocked. No, and, you know, it's, it's a very good series. the Sixers Hawk series is another very good series, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nuggets and Suns, it's another very interesting series mm-hmm. as well. Right. And I wanted to give you some time, because I know we cannot go to the Barclays Center now to see Nets-Lakers finals. Uh, I was, I was kind of looking forward to that. Pretty pretty sad about that. But, I mean, the, 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 the Lakers do end up falling to the Suns in, in, in six games. And where is your offense? I mean, I know AD got hurt, and I hope he, you know, recovers and all that. But it was that was a, that was a sad showing for you guys. Well, I'll tell you what. First one's a good stat. That's the first time that a LeBron James team has lost in the first round. Wow. So that's, that's an interesting stat. Um, second of all, you know, the Anthony Davis injury showed us the easy thing to blame why they lost series. But uh, it was certainly a part of it. I don't think it was the whole story. I think there was a lot of factors. One, obviously the Davis injury. Two, Kuzma, KCP, Hal, Hal, they were playing some of the games. They didn't show up. 
Mm-hmm. The office wasn't there, and mm-hmm. they shot terrible from three. Mm-hmm. And it's inexcusable. And another thing, Davis should have never played in, in game six. He didn't belong out there. He should have never played. Um, and I think the other point is he came, he came out unmotivated in, in the start of game five, the whole game, and in game six of the start. And, you know, give, you know, even we can talk about, you know, Lakers, you know, they didn't play well. You got to give credit to the Suns. They played well. They didn't, they didn't you know, roll over when they got down. And the only team with Chris Point, I got to give the Suns some credit. And they played well throughout this series, and they outplayed the Lakers in the series. So, you know, I even credit the Phoenix in some respect as well. The one thing we said was, this is not a typical 2-7 matchup. No. And it was not going to be easy for the Lakers, and it was not going to be easy for the Suns. And the Suns, you know, ultimately come up on top. But I got to disagree with you. I think AD needed to play. With his season on the line, and if he's able to go, then he should have been playing. Now, did he get medically cleared? If he did, then I'm okay with it. I assume he's medically cleared. He was in the game. I would assume so. I, I think, you know, then if he was medically cleared, then I'm fine with it. But, you know, I, I think the... Well, he, know, he wouldn't be in the game if he wasn't medically cleared. That's true. I just I just hope that the doctors weren't pressured by the team. That's all I was trying to say. I'm sure that he also had some say in it. He wanted to play. I'm sure. But I'm sure... I, I wanted as a doctor... I wanted as, you know, I, you know, as a doctor should be neutral, not as, you know, being pressured. That would be the only thing I would say. Yeah, I, I understand. But, I understand why they did it, though. Um, I I understand too. Um, I think the other thing too is Joe, is that the injuries to it. It was a it was a what if season for the Lakers. You know, LeBron and AD had a lot of injuries. You know, Gasol and Schroeder two separate COVID things from Schroeder. He was out two weeks and a, and a couple of days in, mm-hmm. in February. But you know, Joe, you have to remember this too. And I think a lot of people forget this. When this team was healthy, this team was twenty one and six to start the season. Right. And I think a lot of people forget that. And this was coming off the shortest offseason in NBA history for them. Yes, I think a lot of people forget that. that this team, fully healthy, was 21-6. and six. So, so uh, what, what are the offseason plans, in your opinion? Well, I think, first of all, Jared, uh, just to touch on one more thing, I think you could tell with the bubble last year, and as you could tell, they looked exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, 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 they looked, it's a they lot. Looked, they looked, it's a lot. They, they looked, and look what happened to the Heat. You know, they were exhausted. They got swept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the only silver lining coming out of this is you get a long offseason. Yes. I think that's the, the only silver lining. Um, you get a long offseason. Three months. I, I was taking a look at some of their free agents, and here's here's what I would tell you after taking a look. Here are the guys I would keep. There's 11 free agents and wouldn't keep. I think Schroeder you should keep. I think he wants to come back. I heard that. Um, Montrez I think you should keep. I think Matthews can go. Caruso, I, I think, should stay. Dudley can go. Morris can go. I would keep Tucker. Drummond can go. McElroy can go. Uh, Giannis's brother, I guess he can stay. And Kokrak, I really don't care. But uh, I, would, I would, a lot of guys, I would, you know, get rid of. I would get rid of Drummond. I would get rid of McElroy. I would get rid of Morris. I would get rid of Dudley. I would get rid of Matthews. All those guys. I would get rid of. I, I would not want him back. Drummond was a colossal failure. Yeah. Hey, hey, and Bob Palenka, the GM, you know, I was, I was reading a couple of articles, mm-hmm. you know, Lakers, and he, he didn't, you know, just wait by his message, he didn't say this word for it, but just the way it was put out, it made it like everybody besides Davis and LeBron was something would be traded. 
We're not coming back. And that's the way it should be. You, you, know? want, you want them to redo everything? Well, obviously, this year it didn't work. Um, you know, whether you want to say it was, you know, injuries, you know, obviously it didn't work. And they looked old. I'm sorry, it looked old. Wow. So you were calling for a uh, little mini rebuild, a retool. I am. I, I am, though. You know, Joe, obviously, you know, I don't know what you think, but you know, obviously it didn't work. You know, you, you can't just throw out the same team. You know, uh, you know what? I'm going to disagree with you. I think you can do it for one more year. Because there were a lot of factors into why the Lakers weren't... Oh, I, 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 I agree. I think my biggest concern was, you know, the supporting cast in the playoffs was not there. No, probably. No, yeah, that's fine. That's, that's, that's fair. I think the supporting cast needs to get better. So that's why you're calling for a little retool. I, I, I think Schroeder, hey, Schroeder had, you know, yeah, he had a rough game five, but, you know, in some of the games, he, he was big. He had, he had a lot of big baskets, especially mm-hmm. in game in game two and three, a lot of big shots. Um, but, you know, I, I just think, yeah, I think they need a little retool. You know, Wes Matthews, you know, he, in certain parts of the games, he was, you know, nowhere to be found. Kyle Kuzma plays the series, nowhere to be found. You know, KCP, nowhere to be found offensively. You know, those are guys that you needed to, to play well, and they did it. Right. And, you know, the guy, the guy you know, I'm taking like a couple free agents. Now, obviously, Kawhi would be nice. Mm-hmm. That would be the pipe. That would be the pipe. You know, if you can get him. There are other guys, you know, Mike Connolly, you know, he's had a lot of playoff experience. I would. I can see that as a fit. I mean, wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Um, you know, other guys, you know, obviously, you know, you know Dane, Dane would be nice, I'll tell you that. Who? Uh, Dane Lillard would be nice. Okay, team, yeah. But, you know, come on. The other guy I was thinking <laughs> to look at realistically, I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him getting Spencer Dinwiddie. Ooh, okay, that's not bad. It's not bad. So I, I'd be interested Dinwiddie. to see how the Nets work him in, see if they can get him back. I'm curious, but Connolly would be one of the guys I would talk to, or um, um, Shane, uh, or Lowry. You know, him and him and Connolly would be looking at. You know, playoff experience, won a title, knows where this to be in a big moment, supporting cast. You know, I know that sounds you know unrealistic, but that would be two guys I would target. Anything else on the NBA playoffs trip? That's just that's gonna be fun. It is gonna be fun, and I wanted to transition over now. So we got the Belmont tomorrow. But before we get to Belmont, I want you to uh, give me your thoughts on uh, Bob Baffert. Well, second, uh, came back uh, positive. So, you know, uh, you know obviously, uh, again, you know, rules are broken, and this time it was. And two samples come back positive, then, you know, precautions need to be taken. So what happened? Do they, do they take away the... Uh... They're going to have a hearing and all that. It's not officially that it's taken away, but there's a good chance that it could be taken away. Do you th- uh, do you think they will though? I I think they will. When was the I, last I, time they took away a a, a a one of the big three races? Well, 2019 because of a dis- not because of a joke because of a disqualification. You know, yeah, horse bumped with other words. But are you talking about a drug <laughs> violation? Yeah, when sure. Give, give me a drug violation. Uh, 1968 was the last one. So wow. Wow. So obviously right. it's big. And tomorrow we got the Belmont. What are your? Uh, give me a little Bel- Belmont preview. Well, I, I'll tell you what, Joe. I think it's Central Quality, who is the favorite in the Derby. I, I think he's the horse to beat. Mm-hmm. That, that's gonna be. I, that's my top pick. I just think you know he had a tough trip. You you know you went 
what would think everybody else did. So he, he would be my top pick. Um, Hot Hearts, really, it's a great story with the owners. Just get into the game. Um, but, you know, I, I think he can run well as well. He can certainly win. I, I have him third. Hot Hearts, really. So, uh, and Rocky Will is the other horse, you know. He, he lost all chance at the start, you know. He got shut off. He needed to be in the, in, uh, you know, mm-hmm. on the lead. So Trevor, enjoy the Belmont tomorrow. Hopefully the Yankees get on the board. Uh, you will enjoy Bucks, Bucks Nets. I will probably be, you know, God knows what I'll be doing. Uh, I'll, I'll have to be texting him for a, for a little counseling after that game. But um, we will be back next week. Uh, that's Trevor Markowski. I'm Joe Morales. This has been the MDM Podcast.